Hi, my name is Ty Cooper, and I'm the Managing Director of Policy and Advocacy at the New Jersey Economic Development Authority. Welcome to our eConversations, the NJEDA podcast. Today, I'm here with Brian Sabina, NJEDA Senior Vice President for the Office of Economic Transformation, to discuss the new office he leads and that really long title. So <laughs> <laughs> let's jump right in, Brian. Um, let's have you introduce yourself and give us a quick rundown of the Office of Economic Transfer- Transformation. That's a new office, huge title. Why was this office created and what are you guys focusing on right now? Awesome. So, so excited to be here. Those are a lot of questions. I'll, I'll try to go through all of them. Um, so Brian, Sabina, I lead, as you said, our Office of Economic Transformation um, and really the Office of Economic Transformation is part of the governor's economic development strategy to deliver on this vision of making New Jersey the state of innovation. Um, prior to, to joining the administration, I worked at a major management consultancy where I worked with governments all around the world, helping them think through one you know, what should their growth aspirations be for jobs and investment and how do they actually get there? So uh, I bring a bit of outside New Jersey experience and not from here originally, uh, but but lots uh, of different viewpoints on, on how to actually drive uh, private sector growth. Um, if you look at the last 10 years or so mm-hmm. here in New Jersey, um, yeah, we, we've recovered from you know, 2008, um, but we haven't done quite as well yeah. as a lot of our other peer states, those same states that face similar challenges to us. And I think that really pushed Governor Murphy to say, hey, we need to start to rethink about how do we do economic development? Absolutely. We need some more tools in our toolkit. And the Office of Economic Transformation is part of that, where we said, first, let's take a database approach and let's look at where do we think there's going to be really high growth uh, not just next year and year after that, but the next five to 15 years. And then let's start thinking about how do we make New Jersey a really competitive place for a company in one of those sectors to you know, locate in New Jersey, even if we gave them no incentives or no uh, you know, support from the state. How are they, how did they just you know, create the, the ecosystem and the, the conditions so that they would come here naturally? Awesome. I love this. So you mentioned before that Governor Murphy wants to make this the state of innovation. What does that mean to you in this newly created role? And then what are some of the programs that your office is launching right now? Sure. So uh, in the plan, we have five really clear goals. So I think that's one of the ways that we can think about what it makes, uh, what it means to become the state of innovation. Mm-hmm. It means creating new jobs. It means increasing average wages. It means becoming the most diverse uh, innovation ecosystem. It means closing gender and wage gaps. I it love means this. creating you know, real communities that people want to live in. So, so that's kind of one way that we think about it. Mm-hmm. When I talk to lots of companies, I think the way that I often kind of sum all that up is that we need to make New Jersey the obvious choice. If you're a company that's looking to start up or expand in one of our focus sectors, New Jersey has to be at the top of your list of places to go. And for us, that means are we investing in our people to make sure that we have the talented workforce needed to grow those businesses? Right. Are we investing in our communities to make sure that we have good places for folks to live? Uh, are we investing in our transportation systems so that we can get goods and services around in those key sectors of our economy? Do we have programs and policies to support the growth of those sectors? And is it an easy place to do business? Um, it's a That's a lot. That right? is a lot. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a whole it's a whole government approach um, at the in the office of economic transformation. We tend to focus on that third bucket. You know, do we have the programs and policies to support businesses to grow in our focus sectors? I love this. The work sounds really exciting. I love that you're so excited and bring such a new energy here as well. So one of the interesting things that you started as soon as you came here was creating sector leads. 
What does that mean for New Jersey? What are the sector lead roles that, that you have shaped right here at EDA? What do they look like? Yeah. So first and foremost, we needed to know what sectors should we go after? So mm-hmm. we did a bunch of data analysis as part of the governor's economic development plan and came up with eight sectors that we think mm-hmm. are going to just be rock star growth opportunities for us. They are technology, life sciences. So we think about Big pharma, mm-hmm. biotech, and medical devices, all, that's all part of life sciences. It includes uh, some new industries that New Jersey doesn't have yet, and that what we think has huge potential, like offshore wind. Uh, it includes uh, industries like clean tech, uh, mm-hmm. so the kind of the outside of offshore wind, the rest of clean tech, advanced transportation, logistics, and advanced manufacturing, as well as some kind of new disruptive things like this whole revolution that's happening in non-retail food and beverage mm-hmm. and uh, you know, professional services, what's happening there in, in finance, some of these core areas that New Jersey has always been strong in. And as we look at those eight sectors that I, that I outlined, and, and maybe there's you know, more or less over time, we said, in order to do economic development really well, we have to, one, have relationships with the companies who are in those sectors. Absolutely. Two, be conversant in the language that they speak. So we have to really understand the industry and, and be able to meet them where they are. And three, we need to be continually thinking about new ways to, to create programs, initiatives that help create the right ecosystem for those companies to grow. So our sector leads, their their whole mission is to do those three things, get to our companies, know how to talk to, about our sectors in, in a real way, and then drive all sorts of programs, initiatives that help us become competitive and stay competitive. So I feel like they eat, breathe, and sleep this work nonstop. This is what that, they're doing. That's, that's <laughs> the goal. That's the hope. Uh, so it's, it's pretty exciting stuff. So you mentioned with this new sector-based approach that one of the sectors you're focusing on is offshore wind. Is anything exciting happening in New Jersey right now around that? Oh, man. Offshore wind is incredibly exciting. Uh, I was telling somebody that the other day that there are very few opportunities when you're in economic development where you actually get to work on the birth of a new industry. And this is one of those opportunities in my career and I think our careers here at EDA where the offshore wind industry is a once in a generation opportunity that's manifesting live right now on the East Coast. Um, EDA is working with uh, the New Jersey Board of Public Utilities, uh, the Environmental uh, Department of Environmental Protection, and a host of other agencies on the governor's interagency task force to help make sure we deliver on this opportunity uh, that offshore wind is presenting. So. BPU, the Board of Public Utilities, is kind of buying all the power and creating that market. They're the kind of regulator for all these big projects. And our role at EDA is how do we make sure that we get you know, our fair share of the jobs and investment related to this new industry? Uh, Governor Murphy, back in April, made a big announcement uh, around an online uh, supply chain registry for businesses interested in participating in the offshore wind industry here in New Jersey. It's a chance where a company, if you're here in New Jersey and you want to be part of these projects that are that are happening, you can go online and register. That's njeda.com backslash offshore wind. You can go online there, click register, put your information in. And then when companies from Europe or from elsewhere in the U.S., when they're interested in making investment in New Jersey and they're looking for business partners 
we're looking for suppliers to purchase from, they actually have a list of companies who have already raised their hand and said, I'm willing to participate. So it's a great way for us to connect New Jersey companies with uh, other folks who are making investments. I love that. I love the, the great pitch you had there as well. So come to New Jersey for Offshore Wind. We're waiting for you with bated breath. So very excited. And one of the things that you also talk about with this plan is making this, making New Jersey a better state or easier to work with when you're a startup. So yeah. for the entrepreneurs, for those startups that are looking to come to New Jersey, what does that mean? And specifically within this new Office of Economic Transformation, how are you guys kind of moving the needle in those spaces as well? Yeah, so startups we know are some of the lifeblood. They're the jet fuel for big economic growth. Um, and really, if you look across the United States, all net new growth in the U.S. has happened from companies who are going from, we'll call it, a handful of, of folks to 500 in within 10 years, right? So those are the companies that are, you know, re we're really excited about attracting and those are excited companies that we need to create, you know, a, a set of products for. We're starting from a great standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. So we already have EDA does a, a suite of products to help a company go from its very first days of being a startup with an, you know, smart people with an idea all the way up to, you know, that 500 person company that's yeah, creating lots of jobs and having lots of impact. It starts with our Founders and Funders program, which basically takes um, founders who kind of have a business plan and helps match them uh, in a structured way with investors who are wow. looking for new companies. Think about it, it's like speed dating, but for smart with a better entrepreneurs. Result. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that's a, we, we do that twice a year. It, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's only for New Jersey companies to link in with investors. We have programs like NJ Ignite, which we launched this past year, which provides uh, a, a rent uh, support for, for early stage companies so that they don't have to spend money on office space. Yeah. They can actually spend money on investing in their products and their people uh, if they're willing to go work in a collaborative working space. We think that helps create our ecosystem. We have the angel tax credit program. We have our you know, Covest and, and Edison loan programs to help high growth companies. And a really important one that's coming up is our... Uh, NOL program, so our net operating loss program. Okay. Um, in our first 20 years, we've given out a billion dollars worth That's of That's a billion with a B? Billion with a B. Wow. So, we, yeah, we just crossed out in our 20th year last year, we, in 2018, we crossed our billion dollar award value. And this program allows uh, early stage tech and life science companies with less than 225 employees in the U.S., uh, at least some of those employees here in New Jersey, to sell their net operating losses or their R&D tax credits to profitable companies. Wow. And when they sell them, they get cash. And that's non-dilutive cash that they can use to then reinvest in their business to grow it here in New Jersey. So when a company is doing all the right things, making investments in technology and R&D, they're here in New Jersey, we can give them a way to help grow their business and get you know, you know incredible amount of, of support uh, pretty easily. So I think you've gotten everybody's attention yeah. <laughs> with that one right there. That's an amazing program. And for it to be in its 20th year and to be successful and with you steering it in a new direction, incredibly exciting. Are there any other programs that you want to talk about that are coming out of the Office of Economic Transformation, manufacturing? Yeah. So, okay. so uh, I mentioned we have eight sectors. We've talked about a couple of them. There, There's programs across all uh, of the different sectors. So mm -hmm. for example, in manufacturing, we're working with a whole suite of stakeholders across the manufacturing space uh, in what we call our manufacturing policy team, developing recommendations for how we should do economic development in that sector. And some of the things that we're coming up with are new and innovative for EDA. So one of the things we hear again and again is 
manufacturing jobs are pretty high tech right now. Mm-hmm. They are kind of clean room, advanced you know, computers, uh, but that's not the image that a lot of folks, when you're a parent or a sixth grader and you're making a decision about your career, that's not kind of the thing that you think about for you're manufacturing. Right. Yeah. So we recently launched a program uh, where we were funding uh, field trips for students to go and actually visit manufacturers so they kind of understand what advanced manufacturing is in New Jersey today. It, we are providing kind of multi uh, multimedia contents of videos about what is manufacturing and helping provide information to parents around what are different pathways that a student can get into manufacturing. So mm-hmm. that could be an apprenticeship. It could be going to a career voc- uh, vocational school. It could be going to college and getting an engineering degree. All of those are different pathways to get into a career in manufacturing, which we think is an amazing uh, you know, middle class to upper middle class opportunity. that We just have an incredible lack of talent in right now. I think that's fantastic. And I love the fact that New Jersey is refocusing again on their position as a leader in manufacturing and the fact that you're touching kids where they are and inviting them to this new space, which they haven't done before. Um, While we're on this also, New Jersey has a ton of leading universities that are here. And you mentioned this constant stakeholder engagement and collaboration. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for major anchor institutions like your institutions of higher learning, like your Rutgers, like your Seton Halls, like your NGIT, like your Rowan's, you list all the universities in New Jersey, but what does that mean? And what do those collaborations look like? So when we talk to employers, companies who are excited about coming to New Jersey, the number one thing on their list is do we have access to talent, which, you know, by the way, we do. We have one of the best, most diverse talent uh, pools in, in the world. One of the second things I talk about is, hey, how do we have connections to mm-hmm. your academic and research institutions? I don't think as a state we get enough credit for the quality of institutions that we have here today. Um, it's a huge opportunity for us uh, to, to continue to strengthen this area. And that's because if you look at those states that I think we compete against for those high growth sectors, those those are places like Massachusetts, uh, specifically around Boston, New York City, places around San mm-hmm. Francisco, the Valley, Southern California, Research Triangle, Northern Virginia. All those places really invest in making sure their large blue chip companies interact with their universities and that all, both of those those groups interact with their entrepreneurs. So creating those connections, what I often talk about is the connective tissue in our economy is really important. One of the ways that we've started to do that has been the launch of what we call researchwithnewjersey.com. It's a online database that is a partnership of our six major research universities where they've put incredible amounts of information about their professors, the publications, the equipment at those schools, uh, the expertise they have, uh, and that's free and publicly searchable for anyone in the world. So if you're a company who's thinking about locating either in New Jersey or some other location. Clearly New Jersey only. Of course. <laughs> uh, you can go on to researchwithnewjersey.com, yeah, go on to this database, search whatever topic is most important to you. Maybe it's nanotechnology, maybe it is composite materials, maybe it is some other term that I am not smart enough to know. <laughs> and you can see exactly who are the experts in New Jersey and what schools have that expertise. And we know creating those connections will lead to more research agreements between corporations and and academic universities, and ultimately more exposure for those companies to interact with students, which is, you know, for a lot of them, what they're really excited about is building that workforce of the future. 
That is amazing. I will say in your first couple of months, you have accomplished a ton here. You've heard the word opportunities several times throughout this conversation. I think that's really what you're shining a light on in the state of New Jersey. There is a plethora of opportunities that exist here. And in your capacity, you're tapping into all those right ones. So unless you have anything else that you want to add, I think we are beyond lucky to have Brian Sabina heading up the Office of Economic Transformation and really is transforming the state of New Jersey through this work. So thank you so Very much. Very <laughs> Exciting.